I was having a conversation with my good friend Keith and we were talking about mental health and Keith is a big advocate for it and he always talks about the importance of it and he was explaining to me that seeing a therapist is like going to the gym for your brain and that resonated so much with me as someone who's familiar with the gym because the reality is all of us deal with mental health in some way shape or form because mental health can be positive but it can also be negative matter of fact I remember dealing with it my junior year of college as a high functioning person I had a mild depression I remember I stopped going to meetings of organizations I was involved with I slept through some of my classes didn't even go and honestly I wasn't giving much effort even at football practice in fact there was a day that I even skipped practice I remember being alone one day sitting in my chair I had a panic attack in my college room I just remember there was this feeling that just rushed all over my body from from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head and within 20 seconds I went from the chair to the ground and the entire episode only lasted about two minutes and at the time I had no idea what had just happened I didn't even realize what I was experiencing until years later when I was at a conference and I was listening to a mental health professional address the group and he brought up examples of things that sounded really similar to what I had experienced a couple years prior and I remember I stayed after to talk to him and he made it all make sense to me. Now thankfully I had roommates and teammates who cared enough to sit me down and uh, had an intervention with me and I remember they told me things that I didn't necessarily want to hear but I needed to hear and then they held me accountable going forward see there's this stigma I think especially with men that therapy and counseling they make you weak right we're taught that if you have a problem that you bottle it in you suck it up and then you deal with it by moving forward shoot that's how I dealt with it you know that's that toxic masculinity you rub some dirt on it and you keep going Matter of fact, those are good examples of what not to say to someone who's going through a hard time. Now, as a disclaimer, I'm not a professional. I'm just someone who loves this topic. But I was reading, doing some research, and I saw that some of the worst things that you can say are, hey, it's all in your head. Or you're overthinking it. Yo, just get over it. Or even telling someone who's depressed to cheer up. That could cause more harm than good, just like telling someone with anxiety to just relax. So instead, try saying things that show support and understanding, such as, hey, I'm really proud of you for hanging in there. That must be tough. Is there anything that I can do to help? Or even just saying, look, I'm here to listen to you whenever you need to talk. What you don't want to do is minimize or invalidate their feelings because it may actually cause more harm than good. And people fear being labeled as crazy because there's this misconception that mental issues are all extreme, like schizophrenia, dementia, bipolar disorder, all that. But it's as common as anxiety and depression, stress, trauma, PTSD. Matter of fact, some of that stuff we don't even realize that we deal with simply because we choose not to deal with it. Sometimes a behavior has to be pointed out and you have to put your pride to the side and see someone. And even if you don't think you need to, 
remember, like Keith said, it's like going to the gym for your brain. Just a check-in. Make sure that you're good up there. Here are a few stats that I read uh, just yesterday that shocked me. In the United States, almost half of adults, that's 46.4%, will experience mental illness once in their lifetime. And half of mental disorders begin by age 14. And data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention show that the rate of suicide attempts for black adolescents rose 73% from 1991 to 2017. In fact, people don't even realize just how much social media plays a role in your mental health. There's not much research on this yet because it's still relatively new, but a friend of mine who's a licensed psychologist was telling me about how so many conversations now revolved around Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It leaves people feeling inadequate and insecure, isolated, and even self-absorbed. What we know is narcissism right now is at an all-time high. Shoot, I had to completely change who I was following on social media because I'm naturally, I'm I'm a very positive person, but my mind was so consumed by negativity and negative news and, and negative imagery. Even in the church, right? If you're a person of faith and somebody somebody lied to you and told you that you're dealing with certain issues because you aren't quote unquote spiritual enough please don't fall into that lie yes it's important to pray about it but also see someone about it and realize that you're not alone right some people you need jesus and you need your your psychologist there's even evidence in the bible of biblical heroes who also struggled with mental illness for example in first kings 19 Elijah prays to God, and in this prayer, it's evident that he dealt with isolation and depression and suicidal thoughts. But here's the thing. Depression didn't stop Elijah's mission, and God still had a purpose for his life. He had to get up get up, and, and see that his best days were still ahead of him. So listen, it's okay to not be okay. Just don't stay there. Because you're still worthy. For you, getting up might mean going back to counseling, serving at church, uh, opening up to your friends, searching for a job, or fixing your diets, or even just finding intentional quiet time. It was former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch who said, Take care of your mentals. So be honest with yourself. Do you need therapy? Do you need counselors? Do you need more God in your life or friends that you can talk to? Shoot, maybe you need all the above. Take care of your mentals because depression, anxiety, and suicide, they don't solve themselves. And life is too short to struggle mentally every day. So I want to encourage you and tell you that the best is still yet to come for your life. And here are some tips that I learned that I just want to share really quickly. Number one, go outdoors and take a walk. Number two, do a random act of kindness for someone else. Number three, completely unplug from technology for just an hour. And number four, write down five things you're grateful for every day. All those things will increase your happiness. I hope you find this helpful. Go ahead and give these things a try. And as you do, have yourself a good evening.